this is Keisha, and I welcome you to the Face to Face podcast. This episode is a little nugget that I fondly title Messy Hair and Coffee with Jesus. Just some uh, some thoughts and ponderings as I sit and have my early morning coffee with the Lord. Those are some of the times that I treasure the most, and I'd like to share them with you. So this episode, I have titled, They Will Hate You. And one of the things that I find myself pondering is how when we make the decision to step into a deeper relationship with the Lord, it seems that there are many people who we thought were once our friends and we thought we were close to, and we find ourselves being separate from them. They, they aren't comfortable around us anymore and they don't seem to have the same relationship with us anymore. And I really felt like that was an important topic to talk about as we go forward because you will find that as you seek that face-to-face with the Lord, it will cause a disruption in many of your once-cherished relationships. In John fifteen eighteen. Jesus states, if the world hates you, know that it has hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is no greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. So basically, he's guaranteeing us that as we choose to follow after him, those that are of the world, those that are functioning out of their flesh, those who are still in the darkness in some areas of their own life, they're going to struggle to connect with you because you're exhibiting the light. Becoming Christ-like is the goal, but will result in rejection. It may even evoke hateful reactions. I can remember many people as I began my walk with the Lord and I loved him and I, I just wanted to share him with everyone. And there were many who would say to me, I really liked you a lot better before this whole Jesus thing. They would make fun of me, um, make fun and mock the newfound relationship that I had with the Lord. And it was very hurtful. It was a shock to me. No one taught me this. No one taught me that the, the light in me, that Christ in me was going to evoke hateful reactions from people that I thought I was once close to. And 
we need to understand that because when you choose to lay your down lay down your life and follow after the lamb it's not going to be uh it's not going to be easy to be around people who are still functioning out of the world and we are still to be a light and we are to stand our ground and to remain steadfast and not compromise and i i think that's the most important part is that we not compromise because we want to fit in and you know sometimes we find ourselves i remember doing it myself i would i would conform to the people that i was around rather than staying true to what i i knew myself to be at that time just because i wanted to be accepted and that is a normal uh human behavior we desire to be accepted to be rejected by people that we love is a very very difficult thing but as we grow and as we mature it's it's going to become harder and harder for us to connect with those people and it's also about you know we we need to remember that we have to run everything through the filters of love and free will. This means that you have to peacefully surrender all to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So that if you're being rejected and you're being, that does not mean that we're meant to retaliate. Um, he does not want us to get a bitter heart because of it. He does not want us to carry and harbor unforgiveness because of it. We have to be willing to humbly accept the fact that there are many who will exercise their free will and not receive what it is that you desire to share with them. And they may not um, want a relationship with Jesus. And there may even be some who confess that they believe in Jesus, but they're not, they're not operating out of an actual knowing relationship. They're functioning out of religion or their, um, you know, their, their connection to him is shallow. And so the deeper you go and the more, the more mature that you become in your walk, they're going to become offended by that. The places in us that are still in darkness, become offended by the light of Christ. And perhaps you you are listening to this and you find yourself offended by people who are enjoying their walk with Jesus and they talk about Jesus a lot and you know they 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 don't do anything that's necessarily hurtful, but you find yourself being rubbed the wrong way by that person quite often, maybe we need to step back and reflect and humbly come before the Lord and say, why is it exactly that this person offends me or rubs me the wrong way? Is it because they have light in an area where you still have darkness or where I still have darkness? That's a really important part of our walk as well. Never, never to exalt ourselves to the point where we think we're right all the time and everybody else is wrong. 
Perhaps there's someone that carries light in an area where I still have darkness. Either way, we have to be willing to love people as Christ has called us and commanded us to love, but still be able to allow them to have free will. And, and sometimes even exercising that free will means that they're not going to want to have a relationship with you. They're not going to want to be around you. And they're not going to want to have connection with you. And it it hurts. It does hurt. But we have to be willing to allow people to make the choices that they're going to make. And honor those choices. We cannot force and coerce people. We can't guilt people into having relationships with us. Because ultimately, that's control. That is not surrender. And, you know, I, I think it's it's being able to, to balance things out with the help of the Holy Spirit. That we can seek the Holy Spirit for guidance on how to handle each individual relationship. I found myself where, you know, sometimes I feel like the Lord just tells me to leave it be and let it go. Uh, there's other times where I feel that the Lord will tell me that I should confront the issue. And, uh, you know, and I find that that things go the best when I listen to the Holy Spirit about how to handle a relationship that I don't go and talk to this one and that one, you know, get opinions from five different people before I handle the situation. No, I go directly to the Holy Spirit and say, what should I do with this? And when I do that, when I'm not functioning out of my flesh and how I handle a situation with a person, I find that the Lord is able to help me to work through it, make peace with it, and move on. And he's able to open doors for relationships that I was supposed to have. If those were doors that got closed, he opens doors for relationships that I was supposed to have when I'm able to just forgive and let that person have a free will. This is a huge, huge issue in many circles that we cannot just, we are trying to control and manipulate other people and it cannot be so. We have to allow people, we have to love them and allow them to have a free will and only operate out of what the Holy Spirit tells us to do. And as I said, if you feel that someone you're being loved to them and you know you haven't done anything offensive and you haven't spoke harshly to them and you were being loved and you were being giving to them and all of a sudden they disappear and they're avoiding you or it could very well be that it's their flesh. It is the part of them that is still of the world and your light is offending their darkness. And it's it's not going to change just because you tell them how much, you know, they've hurt you or whatever. You have to allow the Holy Spirit to orchestrate how that's going to go in the forward in the future. And some people are mature enough to handle a healthy conversation and, and some are just living out of their wounds and they can't handle it. Um, 
that is a hard lesson that I'm, I'm still in the process of learning is that I have to surrender all my relationships to the Lord and allow him to tell me how to handle things. It may not be what we had hoped for, but will be used for the glory of God and his kingdom when we turn from the heartbreak and confusion of this world and stand face to face with the one who promises to never leave or forsake us. In those areas of our heart where we're struggling, we also have to look within and say, am I really in in deep enough fellowship with the Lord? I don't have peace in this. He gives perfect peace to those who are looking to him for the answers. Maybe there's a part of us that is still looking for other people to validate us and we want to be accepted more than we want to live out the faith that we have inside of us because we're still wounded ourselves. Being able to humble yourself and recognize that and run directly to Jesus with the hurt. Not going to a hundred different people and getting their opinion or talking about your issues with everybody or sitting and dwelling on your issues and how if this person would just do this, everything would be different, everything would be better. I would never do that to anybody, so they shouldn't have done that to me. No, we have to let that go. We have to let it go and bring it before the Lord and lay it at his feet and let him rule and reign in in that situation. Because the response of my soul reveals the position of my heart. And the only way that we're going to be able to make those course corrections, because it's so easy to get off balance because of the wounds that we carry, because of our lack of faith, because that's what our wounds do to us. They give us a lack of faith. Those course corrections happen when we come before Jesus in stillness and adoration. So I encourage you to take the time to turn off the rest of the world, to not worry about your relationships with other people. Set it all aside for as much time as you can give him whether it's five minutes or a half hour or even a full day if you can afford it. Turn off the rest of the world. Don't worry about everybody else. Set your eyes on him. Be face to face with Jesus. Enter into the sacred embrace of the Father and just let him love you. Be still and let him fight for you. That is truly the answer to everything. Knowing that Jesus said that they will hate you because they hated him. He was despised among men. But oh, when we enter into the spirit, 
when we are able to not function out of our flesh as he did. He had his eyes set on the Father. And he had a mission, just as we do. We were each given a mission. We were called. Set your gaze on him and let him be the center of your world and it'll all work out, I promise. So I love you all. God bless and I'll talk to you again soon.